the internet is a um, is a wild and wonderful place. Now, if you're the if you're in the HVAC and refrigeration trades, the internet can be gold because think about it. Look at all the websites out there. Manufacturers, they all have their own website. For the most part, the information is free. Most of the time, you can search a manual and find it if you need it. There's podcasts, there's websites, there's blogs, there's YouTube videos. There's all kinds of information out there. And if you know how to find it and you know how to reference it, it can actually make you a better technician. Okay, but the internet's also an evil and dangerous place. And I'm going to talk about something that happened to me a while back. Now, I started this HVAC Know-It-All project about two years ago. Not quite two years, but almost. And about six or seven months in, there was a bit of an incident. And it made me think, do I want to continue with this project? Is it worth it? Do I really need this kind of stuff happening to myself? Well, as you can tell, I'm still here. So I chose to continue. But I'm going to talk about what happened to me and how people should be acting online in HVAC forums and on HVAC social media. There's certain ways to deal with people. Now, I don't get how grown-ass adult men, mostly men, but the odd-time women can act like third graders. It baffles my mind. This is the HVAC Know-It-All podcast. I'm your host, Gary McCready. So guys, as I mentioned last time on the podcast, I'm going to be working with Armstrong over the next few months closely to bring you some pump education, some pump tips, and deep dive audio discussion on the podcast. And what I'm just finding out is Armstrong can track pump vibrations in real time. That's pretty cool. Um, they use IBM Watson analytics that can warn you of potential pump problems such as bearing failure, impeller imbalance, shaft misalignment, mechanical seal failure, and cavitation. So if you want to learn more about their pump manager, guys, go to armstrongfluidtechnology.com and you can learn more about that and all the cool features it has to offer. This episode of the HVAC Know-It-All podcast is brought to you by Armstrong. HVAC Know-It-All is sponsored by Testo, Yellow Jacket, Refrigeration Technologies, and True Tech Tools. Follow them on Instagram, guys. Like them on Facebook. And as always, save 8% off your purchase at True Tech Tools using promo code KNOWITALL. That's K-N-O-W-I-T-A-L-L. This podcast is brought to you by Field Pulse. Go paperless, guys. Follow Field Pulse on Instagram. Like their Facebook page. Get rid of that paper, guys. Fieldpulse.com forward slash HVAC know it all for your 14 day free trial. So it was about um, last spring ish, early spring. I was on my way to a, uh, a no cooling call to a building that. I take care of one of my regular customers and it was a server room. It was a data error. When I got there, 
the compressor had failed. It was defective. I don't remember exactly what was wrong with it, but I make a habit of pulling out my Supco M500 megameter. If you guys have followed me on Facebook and Instagram, you guys have seen me talking about that um, on a few occasions. Now, it's a, it's a really good little mega. Um, it's helped me out a lot. And it's actually helped me find a lot of, a lot of hard-to-find um, leaks to ground, bad windings, you name it. So later on that day, I wrote a little blog on Facebook about using that mega on the compressor. Now, somebody in the comments said, well, why would you use a mega on a compressor? And I explained why, because I like information. I wanted to see what the mega was going to tell me. And I've used that mega tons of times to find issues and problems. Well, it started out pretty, pretty light. Started out pretty harmless. But after a bit, it got, it got heated. I was told that a mega is not a diagnostic tool. It's only for preventative maintenance. Now, there were some PDFs and articles that during this argument that got sent to me from this person, and I looked them over, and there was some good information in there. There really was. And I'll tell you what the information said in a minute. But this person would not accept anything that I said. The fact that I've been using this mega for 15 years and found numerous problems with it was not having it. Okay, it, it got it got heated. It went on to insults. This person insulted women in a roundabout way for no reason. And I said a lot of things that I was embarrassed about that I shouldn't have said. Other people jumped in. Okay, and at the end of it, I deleted all the comments because I was embarrassed and I created these groups to have positivity, to have a positive culture within the HVAC industry, not to have this bullshit. So I deleted all the comments and I banned the individual from the page. I didn't need that, that headache and I didn't want anybody else to have that headache. Now, before I get on with the story, let me tell you about the mega and the pre preventative maintenance aspect of it. Now, compressor windings, for instance, will have brand new, will have a certain reading. Okay, when you mega it out. As time goes on, if those windings start to deteriorate, that should show up as, as time goes by. So if you decide to mag out the compressor every six months as, as part of a preventative maintenance, then you will actually see um, a decrease in the winding performance. Now, you have to be careful because oil and contamination within the oil can also cause mag readings to go bad. So... As you're doing your preventative maintenance and you, and you decide to check the windings of the mega every six months or how, 
however often you decide, if you see a decrease in that winding performance, I would advise you, if, if it's a large compressor like a semi or a compressor that has a, an oil plug in it, that you try changing the oil before you say, hey, that compressor has bad windings and change the compressor. Because oil contaminants and moisture within the oil can cause that to happen. So just be aware of that. So back to the story. I deleted the individual. I banned him and I deleted all the comments. So because I'm in the space I'm in and I decided to write about and document my life as an HVAC technician, the next day I wrote on Facebook a little paragraph of what had happened. Now, I was not trying to be a dick by any means. I didn't even mention names. I just wrote, hey, this is what happened. I didn't enjoy it. Let's not do this in this group, blah, 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 blah. Something along those lines. Well, he got a hold of this somehow. Somebody must have been in the group that's friends with him, took a screenshot, sent it to him. Next thing I know, I'm getting tagged. This is all bullshit, by the way. This is like high school. This is, this is below high school. I get tagged in a post. Now, this post is blasting me. Blasting me as a person, as a mechanic. It's taking on my integrity. There was actually screenshots from weeks or months previous of my comments posted in this post. Like, who the hell collects screenshots of your comments and saves them up? This is where I started to get a little bit worried. Because that's borderline stalking, if not stalking. So, I ignored this post. I already went down the road of negativity. I got sucked in it, and I didn't like it. So, I thought I'd take the high road. I ignored it. A little bit later, I start getting memes put into my groups. Those memes were of photographs of other people, but my head was superimposed onto these people. That's fine. Make memes of me, whatever. Okay. Put them in my groups. So then I started to get them to my personal inbox. That's when I lost my shit. I messaged one guy back. I said, why are you sending me these memes? Oh, come on, dude. You're in a trade where you need thick skin. That's what he said. Can you believe that shit? So I'm in a trade where I got to have thick skin. So that means personal harassment is part of what I signed up for when I signed up to be an HVAC tech. Is that what, is that what I'm getting? Is that from your words? Is that what you're saying? So a little bit later on, I get a, a text message from a good Samaritan. And I'm very appreciative of that till this day. And the text message was like, I don't agree with what this guy's doing. And here's what he's doing. So he sent me screenshots of a contest that he created in another group. This contest was for a Milwaukee starter kit. The value was, was negligible. 
that had no value really 50 bucks right and this guy had managed to brainwash people to make memes of me to win this milwaukee starter kit how mature or immature do you have to be to follow somebody into this sort of path so anyway the the contest was make a meme of me post it in one of my groups screenshot it and then post the screenshot into that group for a meme battle now when i found this out i messaged the guy back that told me that i needed thick skin and i said really man i said you're doing this for a fucking tool really and you know what he said to me? He goes, stop mes messaging me because I'm going to call the cops. <laughs> Are you kidding me? You're going to call the cops on me because I'm trying to find out why you're harassing me. So I took everybody's name that was involved that I could get a hold of, took all the screenshots in the world, and I collected them up and saved them. And I threatened legal action. I had to because that was the only way it stopped. So it did stop. And... Any of these fuckers, sorry, but they were. They all got banned. I deleted them from the pages and I blocked them on Facebook. I don't need any of this crap. Nobody needs any of this crap. So I talked to my friend about this because it was, it was bugging me. It was getting to me. It was draining me. And he said, no offense, but that's the space you got yourself into. And it was an honest answer. It was the space I got myself into, but... Who in the world is, is going to think that you're going to be approached by a grown man that's going to act like a fifth grader and create contests where you, they make memes of you for a $50 tool? I didn't think that was going to happen at all. But I'm still here because I decided I'm not going to let these assholes ruin what I was set out to do. And I was set out to create all of these groups, Instagram and Facebook, and a LinkedIn account, to be a positive influence in the social media world of HVAC and refrigeration. Now, this is to you guys. If you guys are part of groups and you guys hop on these groups, be respectful. You don't have to be a jackass. You can have fun. You can bust balls. Because I'm all for that. But just do it in a respectful manner. Like you're at the shop with your coworker who's a buddy and you're busting his balls about something he did. In a, in a manner, in the context of comedy. Not in the context of hate. There's a difference. If somebody jumps into a form and says, hey, how do you do this? If you respond, if you don't know how to do that, you should not be in the trade. Come on. Like you knew how to do that when you got into the trade, right? You're one of those guys that hops out of the womb and you just know how to do everything. Don't be so goddamn ignorant. Don't assume, and I've said this a million times, when you assume you make an ass out of you and me, and it's true. People that assume will end up getting hurt or getting someone else hurt. Don't assume anything. The other pet peeve of mine when guys jump online is that if a guy's in Saskatchewan and the other guy's in Florida 
and they're talking about a job and you come down on a guy when you don't know the circumstances behind the job, you don't know the budget, you don't know the customer, you don't know his boss, you don't know the local codes, and you try to tell somebody how to do their job. That's pretty ignorant. Why don't you ask questions and learn something? Maybe there's a reason why it looks like shit. Maybe the customer said, get out of my house now. I paid you enough. Stop working. And the guy snapped the picture beforehand. Who knows? There's all kinds of circumstances surrounding each and every specific case. I don't know what it is, but Instagram is such a positive place online. It's very rare that you see negative comments. Everybody kind of lifts each other up and supports each other. Facebook is ridiculous for negativity. There's a lot of HVAC groups on Facebook. There's a handful that are good. The rest, not so much. They're more worried about drama and attacking other people and creating more drama while they do it. So guys, if you're in third grade, by all means, join those groups. If you want to be a mature adult, grown-ass adult, join a group where you're going to get some, some content that's going to help you in the trade. Like I said, I don't mind ball busting. I don't mind jokes. I don't mind humor. But just don't be a dick. Don't be disrespectful when you hop on, on into any of these forums and don't act like a know-it-all. That's why I started that's why I started this or or named it know-it-all as, as a sarcastic twist of words because I've dealt with so many people that think they know everything and you cannot ever ever know everything it's impossible so ask questions be respectful and help be somebody to lean on so i posted a meme last week of a dashboard of a work truck covered in paper now i said in the caption of that meme that mouth puke usually follows when i see that and it's true because it's disgusting I don't know how people live that way. So guys, let Field Pulse help you with the paperless transition. Go to fieldpulse.com forward slash HVAC Know-It-All or HVACKNowItAll.com. Scroll down the homepage and click on the Field Pulse logo to start a 14-day free trial. Paperless invoicing, paperless quoting, you name it, guys. Fleet management, check it out. Go paperless. So I guess my rant is over, but I did have to get that off my chest because not only for me is that therapy, feels like I'm talking to myself, but I know eventually there's going to be a bunch of you guys that hear this. And, you know, if you've ever dealt with that before in life, I mean, at least, you know, someone else has been in that position like I was, but. I can't go unless I give you some advice on how to deal with people like that. Don't get sucked in 
to what they're trying to do to you. Because people like that, all they want to do is fight. They don't want anything else from you. They want to fight. And they want to draw you into it. So you know how to deal with that. You know how to combat that. Just be really fucking nice to that person. Offer them a hug. Be generous. They hate it. They can't stand it. And eventually... They go away. Just be nice to them. Another way to avoid arguments is to, instead of providing your opinion, provide facts through PDFs and articles. If somebody says, oh, that compressor doesn't run like that, don't say, yes, it does, because that's, that's how it runs, just because I said so. Throw down some information, some fact. That will, that will help alleviate an argument. Because most people, most people, they have a sense of, they have a sense of, of reasoning. Okay? Some people don't, but most people do. So if you hit them up with fact and they're wrong, I mean, a lot of times they'll just erase their comment, they won't say nothing, or they'll apologize. In the odd case, they'll go off and you'll, you'll be in a war like I had. Try to avoid that stuff. Okay, and it's a good segue to what I'm going to tell you next. Now, I've been using Viper Wet Rag for almost a year now, and Refrigeration Technologies is a sponsor of, of HVAC Know-It-All. And the product's really good. I like it. It protects heat-sensitive components really well. And every time I post about it, I, I get, well, why don't you just use a wet rag, like a soaked rag? Well, today, I recorded a little video because I wanted to see what would happen, what the difference between a wet rag and Viper wet rag was. And now, anytime we have this argument, I'm going to post this video to YouTube, and then I can just play it. Or post the link to YouTube and say, this is why. So, I got a piece of pipe, copper pipe. I put some wet rag putty on the pipe. A few inches away, I wrapped it with a wet rag. Okay, on either side of that, I put a Testo Smart Probe. A 115i temperature clamp. And I put my phone in the middle and I had the Smart Probes app open. Now, I took my torch. And I heated up the middle, back and forth slowly. And the side with the soaked rag shot up to 120 degrees in about 35, 40 seconds maybe. And the side with the Viper wet rag didn't hit over 100 degrees, if I remember that correctly. But there was a huge difference in the two. So I proved to myself that the Viper wet rag heat blocking putty works better than an actual wet rag. And one thing that I don't like about actual wet rags is the fact that steam rises from it as it gets heated. And that steam, I found, can sometimes, in a really tight spot, blow your torch out if there's enough of it. And I find it, if you're wearing glasses, it can fog up your glasses. So I don't like that steam either. And, and the Viper wet rag, it doesn't really create that steam like a soaked 
RAG does. So that's a video I'm going to use to prevent arguments in the future. And I like to do that stuff once in a while. I also did it with a refrigerant hose. I was told that a refrigerant hose, if it's not vacuum rated, it will collapse in a vacuum. So I took an old hose I had in my truck. I measured it with a caliper. I put it under a deep vacuum, 200 and something microns. And then I measured it again and it was bang on exact. The hose did not collapse. So these are things that I like to prove to myself and it helps in arguments to alleviate any further arguments when somebody throws fact in there instead of just opinion. Anyway, guys, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Be good on the internet. Don't get into fights. And if you do, be nice, offer hugs, and offer fact. You guys have an awesome day. Happy HVACing.